5-4-3-2-1. I'm John Miglosh for the Wisconsin DMA and the International Society for Strategic Marketing. Well, let's kick off with some fun. I've been looking for Super Bowl ads to pre to preview, but I haven't been able to find them. So we'll go with my trusty backup Geico. Which gives away a partner. We meet center of town, high noon. Center of oh. town, high noon. Nope, Daisy's got last one lessons at noon. Okay, high two o'clock? I got a spur fitting at two o'clock, how's about three? Oh, I'm getting thrown through a saloon window at three. We don't need any more overscheduling, but we could all use more ways to say. I can squeeze you in between swim class and Kevin's harp recital at 3.30. Always eating beans at 3.30. Right. Switch the Geico for more ways to say. Tell you what. what about Tuesday? Anyway. <laughs> That's too real. You know, I send out a link to to people, you know, that want to want to do a meeting and I say, you know, pick a time that works for you. I'll I'll work it out. <clears throat> I guess there just isn't enough of that. And uh so if you need to talk, you know, there's a link. I think it's I think there's even a link in in uh in my profile that just says give me a call. Uh or just try calling. My number is definitely on my LinkedIn, so find me on LinkedIn and give me a call, and that's all we really need. Okay, so anyway, <clears throat> let's do lunch. Okay, Amazon and Nike are eyeing a Peloton buyout, and I wasn't, you know, that, I mean, I'm not that into Peloton, but I, um, you know, we've been following this saga and how, and, you know, all I've learned from Mark Ritson is that Almost no matter what, the news, it helps. But um, Peloton has lost, like, I don't know what they said, 80% of its value? 80%. Losing more than 80% of its value in just one year. The, the stockholders are ready to, to you know, oust John Foley, and maybe rightly so. You know, I mean, <clears throat> they've made a few mistakes, I have to say. Um there, the investors are saying that its customers, meaning the electronically plugged in exercise group, probably very high income, its customer base would be extremely attractive to any number of technology streaming, metaverse, and sportswear companies, only if they sell direct, you know. And so Nike, because Nike has made the move to sell direct in the last few years, and Amazon does, Okay, I don't see a lot of value. Here's Amazon and Nike. I don't see a lot of value to Disney or to uh, even to Apple or Sony. But Nike's positioned, you know, to sell them stuff. Uh, And they obviously are buying other stuff. That's for sure. So anyway, I just thought it was fascinating. They said um, marketing the bike. Peloton's chief marketing officer, Dara Trasader, previously told the drum that marketing the bike as accessible to everyone could help navigate the brand out of choppy waters. Well, like I said, I got one that had a sign on it at a at a, a yard sale. It said free. I managed to get it home, and uh, I should ride it more. Uh, So now more sports news. The Olympic viewership is way down. What's going on? NBC paid $7.75 billion for the rights to air the Olympics through 2032. 
and it needs viewers to start turning in. See, this is tuning in. That's what's wonderful about capitalism. I watched a really good video about how um, democratic socialism is portrayed as more fair because people get to vote on it. Um, but once it's in, you know, Venezuela, well, you, then you nationalize health care, you nationalize energy. Who gets any say at all? And you basically get rid of any competition. <clears throat> so there's no other alternatives. You can't vote with your feet or your dollars. You already voted. Once it's voted in, it doesn't get voted out. On the other hand, capitalism, you don't have to watch the Olympics. You know, and maybe that would be true even if it were, you know, in a communist country. But let's look at what they think are the reasons. Okay, the Olympics has already set a new record. It's 43% lower than just 2018's Winter Games in South Korea. <clears throat> and that's, that's a big, that's a hummer. Only 16 million viewers across TV and and Peacock, their streaming set, their streaming thing. Um, okay, Sarah Fisher at Axios says, the, put the blame on empty stadiums. Yeah, but the people in the stadiums aren't the ones watching. But it's not much fun to watch. You know, I remember when X Games used to see these events, or, you know, you'd, you'd get on ESPN and you'd see these events like, you know, women's left-handed rodeo or something <laughs> and there would be like nobody there but they yet you know they were putting it on for 24-hour sports um so empty stadiums might have something to do with it nobody's cheering but here's a couple more olympic fatigue there's been there's been four there's been in the last four years there's been three olympics uh south korea four years ago Tokyo two years ago and now this again usually is that right oh Tokyo got delayed a year that's right so it was a last summer and now right away uh this winter yeah, okay I don't know it's the same number of Olympics is you know they just got delayed again. Uh, so but and Tokyo had pretty bad viewership too okay so limited footage now this was an interesting one because I, I really agree with that. Um, NBC's crews can't leave the closed loop of Beijing's Olympic Village. I guess there was a Danish reporter that was trying to do a live broadcast and and government officials just ushered him off cam camera and made him stop. So they don't want they don't want the whole story, whatever the whole story is. I don't know what the whole story is, but whatever it is, they don't want it aired and so they're in control because it's in beijing um an olymp a diplomatic boycott might be a factor and i think that 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 could easily be there's been a lot of talk about that but for me i've never liked the olympic coverage in the united states i've been thinking about getting a really solid vpn where i can tell it what country i want to be in and then watch the coverage i understand canada has much better coverage i would guess norway or uh, Denmark or, you know, the Northern European countries would have excellent coverage. Uh, might not be in English. Canada would at least be in English. <clears throat> what do I want to watch? I want to watch downhill skiing. At one point in my life, I was nationally ranked as a downhill skier. 
And I would watch darn near all the races. It's a wonderful sport to watch. I think it is. And uh, sometimes big falls and stuff. Not just the downhill. I like the slalom. Yes, I do. I don't like the judged events in skiing. I think they're kind of made up. But they are, I mean, they're fantastic what those guys do up in the air. You know, on those jumpings, on those jumps and stuff. So I would like to watch all of that. <clears throat> I also like the... Uh, the uh, the Nordic where they have to shoot and they and then they race and then they have to shoot and it's really hard to shoot because your heart is racing because you're racing on skis and then you have to slow down and 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 you know shooting is it is an art in itself <clears throat> so it's really difficult I like that sport too I don't like women's figure skating I don't like judged sports I don't think it's really a sports sport. I mean, I know people compete in ballroom dancing and in, you know, roller skating uh, dancing and in a lot of other sports that they call sports, but I don't call them sports. <laughs> so to get a, a steady diet of the drama of women's figure skating, you know, and they say, well, that gets the, the viewership. Well, what choice do we have? <laughs> you know, you have a monopoly. So... I think that's the real problem. I think they're, uh, you know, they could literally put a camera on every skier or put an, a can, you know, on every contestant uh, if they wanted to. Uh, and they could, and they could let you, they could let you lot. Maybe they ha offer that in Peacock, but, you know, I don't trust them enough to, <clears throat> to buy the package, however much it is. So anyway, sorry about that. Now, this is a really excellent article. I shouldn't have used up all my time. Maybe we'll save it for tomorrow. Millennials aren't always good about, aren't always about digital experience. It's just a super excellent, yeah, let's, let's do this one tomorrow. But I've been wanting to get to this one for a long time. And so, uh, you know, we covered a lot of sports marketing, and I guess that's a good start. Have a great day. Like and share. Your friends will know you're smart. Bye-bye.